Hello and welcome to Local Matters. I'm your host, Buddy Pearson, and on this podcast, Education Matters. My guest this week was named the Principal of the Year for the State of Tennessee. She happens to be the principal at our very own Jerry Whitson Elementary, Tina Francis Hodges. Welcome to Local Matters and congratulations. Thank you. I'm honored to be here and I'm honored to be the Tennessee Principal of the Year. You're like Miss Tennessee. I, you know, I was really worried about the competition when they had the bathing suit competition, yeah. <laughs> but I made it through okay. You came out with flying covers, didn't you? <laughs> well, let's talk about this. I mean, this has been a process, has it yes, not? Yes, sir. I mean, it started about a year ago where you were named the principal of the year for the Putnam County School System. Yes, I was nominated and received that. I think maybe was it January, December, January December, of I think last it was December, January last, last year. year. Yeah. And then um, there was a process that I went through, an application process for state principal of the year. Yeah. Um, and from that, they chose regional winners right. for um, the nine. Well, eight regions and then Memphis City Schools, I think, has another. So I was I received that award and then I um, was interviewed for principal of the year. I think it was in July. Yeah. So all of this has been, and then after that, it, it was kind of you just waited to hear. Didn't hear anything. Mm-mm. Wow. And so uh, Friday night when they did the announcement, that was the first that we knew any of the winners. We had a a middle east and um, west division right. winner, and then, ta-da, principal of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they had this big shindig at the Parthenon. It was Tennessee Department of Education's uh, Excellence in Education. You were there, and Director Corby King is there, and your your family's there. And, and uh, So tell me, walk me through how, how the day announced that you were the winner. Well, first of all, it was very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a lovely shindig yeah. and um I was lucky that I was allowed to bring my my family, yeah. as you said, and uh, Mr. King and, and Julie were there. Mm-hmm. And I was allowed to invite my assistant principal, my former assistant principal, Kathy Keowen, okay. who had been my assistant when I was nominated. Yeah. So um, that was it was very special because she always said her job was to make me look good. Yeah. And uh, so during my acceptance, I said, Thanks, Kathy. You did a great job. (laughs) But um, what they did was they chose from the nine regions, Mm -hmm. they chose the three other winners, division winners. And if you got a division winner, then you knew you weren't going to be the principal of the state principal. Okay. So when um, they announced Middle Tennessee, uh, I don't remember who had who won that but my my son-in-law patted my knee and he goes now that's not a bad thing yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought trying well, to be nice yeah, calm me down it's a little okay bit. Sure. you know but um then they started reading a letter uh-huh. about the person that had been selected and uh Mr. King had written the letter like in back in June, right. July, and I had read it and then I just submitted it. And that was honestly the last I thought about it right. because it was, you know, I knew it was going to be a long process. Well, when they started reading it, um, Mr. King said, I kept thinking, that sounds familiar. Yeah. 
<laughs> that that sounds familiar. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, I think Corby said that about me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they said enthusiastic. Right. And that's one of the things that I am very passionate and enthusiastic about kids and their education and my job. I'm so blessed that they actually pay me to do a job I love doing. And so when they said that, I thought, hmm, they might be talking about me. (laughs) And then sure enough, when they announced, our whole table erupted. <laughs> and uh, I said I could have caught a, a whole room full of flies because my mouth hit the floor. My jaw hit the floor. And and um, it just it was probably one of the most because I was so shocked. Yeah. You know, you have these great moments in life mm-hmm. and you ex- you know they're happening, yeah. but this was totally such a <laughs> shock and a surprise that uh, they kind of laughed at me after I had done my speech and sat back down. My son-in-law said, you would look down at that plaque and read it, and then you just giggle. I said I was literally giddy. You were giddy, yes. I really yes. was yeah. be- because it was such a surprise and such an honor. Yeah. And, um so here we are. I don't next steps, I guess. Yeah. So what are the what <laughs> I don't where know. Where do you go from here? I I really don't know. National I, principal of the year. I've heard that's a thing. Really? I, yes. I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. I know the teacher of the year um Dr. Anderson was saying today that they get to go to Washington for the national competition really? when they recognize the winner. Okay. So uh, I've told Mr. King, you know, road that's trip. our yeah. Yeah, road yeah. trip. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I need my, you need my, your PR my, person yeah, there. my communication <laughs> expert with me. But it was a thrill. Well, and I know uh, as, as passionate and humble as you are, especially when it comes to your kids, to see the outpouring of love from your teachers and your staff and the students at Jerry Whitson has to warm your heart. Well, Friday afternoon when I was getting ready to go, um, my husband sent me a text message and said, do exactly what Casey says do and come home at 1.30 so we can leave. And I thought, okay, that's a little weird, but okay. (laughs) So about 1.20, they called me down. They say, um, Miss Lee needs you in the gym. And so I'm like, okay. So I go down there. I get down there. And it's pretty bogus. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, you. why did you call me down here? Yeah. And so, uh, I, you know, I kind of was checking everything out. I was like, I think we're all going to live. It seems like this is not really <laughs> an emergency or yeah. whatever because yeah. they don't usually – if I get a call to a classroom, there's a problem. It's, yeah, it's a big deal. You know, there's something happening. A right. student is sick. Something's going on. And so the intercom came on, and it was Miss Garrison, my current assistant principal, who was amazing. And she said, uh, we we have a special celebrity in our building. And I thought, okay, I've been had. (laughs) And I went upstairs and all the kids were lining the halls and clapping and they had little signs, you know, (laughs) encouraging me. And it just, it just made me, it made me very emotional because they're the reason I do this. Yeah. And so just knowing that 
it was special for them. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like this this win is not it's not me. I didn't get there by myself. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a result of my teacher's hard work, right. of our parents supporting their students and believing in what we do yeah. and the kids absolutely working so hard and so i just it just makes my heart swell to know that this win is their win too Mm -hmm. and today i took them treats and cupcakes and we all (laughs) celebrated because that's what i see this as this is a win for jerry whitson school it's a win for putnam county schools and i just thrilled that i get to be a part of it and you know i'm sure did you get to see like what the size of the schools the other principals were from? You- I, they showed us where they were from, but I have no idea. We're very, very small school, which I feel is a huge blessing. Yeah. Uh, we know our families. We yeah. know their brothers and sisters. We've had them. They're, we're small enough. If somebody's absent, everybody in the building knows. Yeah. And the next day they say, hey, where were you? We yeah. missed you. Right. So those kids know we love them, that that when they're not there, we, we wonder – we wonder about them. We care about them. And when you have a school of 2,000 kids, there's no way you can do that. It's hard. You yeah. know? Yeah. And so, to me, being small is such a – and it just gives us a family environment. Every morning when I do announcements, it's good morning, Jerry Whitson family. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's what we are. Yeah. Have you had some of the parents reach out to you and talk to you? I had a lot of uh, the parents – uh, comment on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been great. Um, we didn't have anybody come in today that I can remember. Of course, you've been running everywhere. Yes, it's been a very, <laughs> very busy You're day. You're a rock star now, as if you weren't before, but now <laughs> you've got all these obligations like podcasts and stuff that you have to take care of. <laughs> Oh, your well, media obligations. Oh, that you know, my the fans. It's yeah. just been. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just very honored. Well, I know your daughter was so excited, and, and, <laughs> and to have her there with you has had to be special because she's so proud. She's so proud. Her her posts on social media just warmed my heart because <laughs> you could just tell there was sheer joy coming from her saying, "This is my mom." Well, it was it was during my thank you speech. Yeah. I, I said thank you to my my two daughters Ashley and Haley mm-hmm. because they grew up. If you're a teacher's kid, oh, at the school, yeah, probably. You know, they yeah. spent hours. Mm-hmm. I was like, let me just finish one more thing. I got to just do this one more thing. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this. And so just being able to have them there mm-hmm. at, at, I mean, this is a career making yeah. event. Yeah. And I'm just so so thankful mm-hmm. that I have been blessed to be a part of Putnam County Schools for my entire career. This is uh, starting 36, I believe. Wow. And so um, not not everyone has that privilege of getting to work with great people your entire career. Yeah. So I've, I've been very blessed. And we're going to talk about that 36-year career when we come back. I'm Buddy Pearson. You're listening to Local Matters with Tina Francis Hodges. Do you have any water? I, my mouth is getting dry. Normally I have water with me, oh, yeah. but I didn't. Uh, we have 
He's getting me some, I think. Thank you. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. This is Local Matters with a focus on education. I'm Buddy Pearson, and Tina Francis Hodges, the <clears throat> principal of the year for the state of Tennessee, is my guest. And, of course, that's going to be your title from now on. You, you know how you, like, have a, a Miss America title forever. You're the Tennessee Former. principal of the year. Former, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tennessee principal of the year forever now. You'll always be known, always bestowed upon with that moniker. So there you go. You were talking about my girls being so excited. Yeah. They were joking when when I was nominated, they said, Mom, we're going to take a sash yeah. and a crown, and if they call your name, we're going to jump up and, you know, fan ourselves yeah. and put a crown and put your sash on. I, I was thinking, man, I'm glad they didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> well, he were talking about 36 years, uh, you, you, you get this prestigious honor after 36 years. Let's talk about that 36-year career. Where did it start? How did it start out? Very unconventional. Yeah. Because I actually was hired in December, Mm -hmm. which is unheard of. Yeah, because that's middle of the year. Yes. But um, I started at Parkview, and at that point, uh, the Parkview kindergarten classes Mm -hmm. were just overflowing. And so they finally decided the best thing to do was just to hire another teacher and, you know, bring someone in. Yeah. Now, did so, you go to Tennessee Tech? Did you I go? did. I okay. graduated from Tech, and I got my master's right out of uh, school because I had a graduate assistantship mm-hmm. at Tech. And so I came in with my master's, and uh, not to say that any teacher would intentionally do this, but my class that I had that first year, they allowed the teachers to choose the kids that came to my room. Okay. And I had a room full of uh, very active children (laughs) and i was brand new so it's a wonder they and i both survived but um the kids got to choose the kids the the teachers got to choose the teachers chose who came to my room (laughs) oh that's great yeah that is awesome yes they're a wonderful group of ladies but uh (laughs) they they saw an opportunity and went for it okay but um that first class, I, I'll never forget them, mm-hmm. uh, and and it was a pleasure to to get. And at that point, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know any better. No. You're just trying to survive, <laughs> and luckily we all did that year. Yeah. But um, 
so I was at Parkview for 17 years. I taught, uh, let me think, I taught kindergarten. I taught second grade. I taught one year. I taught a fifth, fourth and fifth grade split class. Oh, wow. That was interesting. Okay. When I was started at Parkview, I forget, it was about 12 years, I think, I was the new kid on the block. So anything that happened, I just went ahead and volunteered. You know, I knew it was going to be me. If it wasn't me, everybody would be mad at me for not volunteering. So I would volunteer. I kind of called that year my ping pong year because Uh it was like fourth graders on one side, fifth graders on the other. And I just kind of bounced back and forth. (laughs) But um, that's when I discovered, you know, I like the older kids too. Sure. You know, I never dreamed. Well, first of all, I never dreamed I would teach kindergarten. Mm -hmm. I got kindergarten certification just in case I could get a job and that's exactly where I got a job (laughs) ended up loving it taught kindergarten for see let me think eight years okay and then I taught second grade for eight years and then I had my ping pong year but um then while I was going while I was teaching I decided to get Um, my library certification. Mm -hmm. So I went back to school at Tech. I am a a Golden Eagle fan through and through, you know, wings up. But I got my um, library certification. So at some point, I could become a librarian if if I decided I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a few credits away from getting an EDS. So I went ahead and got my EDS in... um, curriculum and instruction Mm -hmm. and it wasn't very long before the library job at uh, Avery Trace opened up okay and so I went from elementary school to middle school uh, which is quite a change and I said if anybody had said you'll go to Avery Trace Mm -hmm. and be librarian I would have said no that won't happen Mm -hmm. and if anybody had said and you will absolutely fall in love with it I would have said if it happens I hope so and I did I loved the those middle school kids. Mm-hmm. I always joked that their hormones were going crazy. My <laughs> hormones were going crazy. We were the perfect match. I did that for six years. Uh-huh. Then I became assistant principal when uh, Mike Mills took over. Yeah. And so uh, Mike and Mel Presley, who's the principal now at Parkview and right. I were the leadership team there and um, I always say it was magic. Yeah. It really was. It the the three of us were like the musketeers <laughs> and uh, I I just I learned so much mm-hmm. during that time. Um, Miss Presley had her babies during that time. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Mills, his first year as principal, my first year as assistant principal, she was out having a baby, yeah. and uh, it was quite um, a learning experience <laughs> sure for all was. of yes, us. Absolutely. But uh, after that, I went to had the pleasure of working at All Good 
elementary for a year. And then I moved to Jerry Whitson as assistant principal. And I served there for five years as assistant principal. And this is my third year at Jerry Whitson as the lead principal. Now, who's the principal when you were assistant principal? uh, uh, Mr. Thomas Furman. Okay. Yeah. And and I learned, you know, it's so funny because people have different leadership styles. And so it was a, a great opportunity for me to learn different aspects of leadership. Um, Dr. Linda Nash was my principal Mm -hmm. at Avery Trace, Mm -hmm. and she has taught me so, so much and has been such a wonderful mentor. I meet with her still once a month because she just has so much wisdom. And it's so funny if I like when she comes, I'll think, oh, I don't have anything to talk about. And then like two hours later, she goes, I really have to go. And I'm like, wait, wait, well, I want to talk about this. But she gives such great advice. And she's so funny because she will never tell you what you should do. She listens Uh and then she will pose questions. And based on the questions, I have learned when to say, that's, this is an awful idea. Dr. Nash is asking me a hundred questions about it. It must be a bad idea. But she, she has, when I think about people that have really molded my leadership style, Dr. Nash is just She's just one of the best. Mm -hmm. And so I've been so lucky to have to have worked for her and worked alongside her. Has she reached out since you won the award? She did. And she's in Germany. Is she really? Yes. Oh, my. What's she doing in Germany? uh, Vacationing. They're going to the Christmas markets. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Uh the first thing when we were sitting at the table after I won, Uh I, I asked Mr. King, did you? Have you told Dr. Nash? And he goes, you know, she's in Germany. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) And then just yesterday, I got a text message from her. It said, congratulations. I'm so proud of you. We'll celebrate later. (laughs) When she she returns to the country. But that that meant so much. Awesome. Well, we want to talk about Avery Trace when we come back. I'm Buddy Pearson. You're listening to Local Matters with Tina Francis Hodges. This is Local Matters with a focus on education. I'm Buddy Pearson, and we're talking with Tina Francis Hodges, the principal of the year for the state of Tennessee, and who has also been the principal at Jerry Whitson for three years now after mm-hmm. serving five years as the assistant principal. And when you look at all of the schools in Putnam County and you look at Jerry Whitson, and it's kind of in its own little neighborhood, uh, it has its really has its own culture. It has the highest Hispanic uh, population of any of the schools, I would think maybe Monterey might be close. Monterey Burks. For our size, yes, our um, percentage is higher. Yeah, Avery Trace, of course, has a high percentage right. because they, you know, bring all the schools together. Northeast has, you know. There, it's becoming more of a thing, but we're about 86% Hispanic. 86% Hispanic in mm-hmm. Putnam County. Yes. Because you look at Putnam County as a whole, and what's the percentage of Hispanics for the county? I mean, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight percent, maybe. I, I, I don't really know the 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 total. Yeah. But it, it's becoming more popular. It is. At one time, we were pretty much the cent- centralized for the um, elementary population. Right. When, when, 
students would move to our neighborhood to be in our school because it was, like you said, it's a community school, and they knew that they would see faces that looked like them. And that, you know, because... Yeah, that it's been that way for years before I came. Right. They know that the school is very welcoming mm-hmm. to them, that we provide services to them. For example, I have a um, bilingual secretary. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of teachers that are bilingual. And so it's great. I love the fact that we have teachers that – R-E-S-L kids, because it shows those children these are the possibilities that you you can you can do anything you want to. These kids, two of our teachers at a point, two sisters actually attended Jerry Whitson as students and then came back as teachers there. Yes. One of them went to work for her church, okay. but the Miss Maria Baltazar, it, Felipe is her last name now, she actually went to Jerry Whitson as a student and yeah. is now teaching there. So is it a challenge that you, you get some parents that come in that maybe don't speak English or don't speak English well? And, and you know, communicating with parents is one of the vital things that a school has to do. We are very blessed that we have not only our staff that's already some are bilingual, but Miss um, Maria Ventura is our translator. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've learned very little Spanish. I say un poquito, you know, Spanish. But I've learned enough <laughs> yeah. that I can introduce myself, Tina Francis, director of Escuela, and they think I speak Spanish. Okay. And then I'm lost because they'll start talking to me, and I'm like, oh, sorry, that's all I've got. But we have Maria, and she's there. I mean, she helps other schools, but because our population is so high, her office is there at Jerry Whitson. And so, um, and our parents, they are are so supportive Mm -hmm. because, one, they value an education. They see that as the possibility for their kids to improve their lives and that's what they're here for that you know everybody wants what's best for their kids and so they're so uh, appreciative of the things they do they trust us whatever we say Mm -hmm. you know this is what we think's best for your child they're always agreeable and you know that makes all the difference in the world if we have um, a, a hispanic child come to the office and for having done something they weren't supposed to, they're one and done. Mm-hmm. Their parents uh, nip that in the bud. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And they do not come back to the office. Mm-hmm. And they're very – our kids get bragged on all the time. Whenever they go somewhere, there's comments about how well-behaved they are. And that's all the culture of the Hispanic culture. They're very um, – they honor their elders. Yeah. They res- they are very respectful. Mm-hmm. And so when you have that kind of environment, yeah. teachers can teach. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Talk about your staff, your, your staff of teachers. Handpicked by you, all of them, or are there some that were there before you were there? Or? Most of them were there before, okay. <laughs> way before me. It was funny at the ceremony the other night, I told the whole group of of uh, principals and supervisors there, I said, you know, you don't know me 
and you don't know my faculty and staff or my students and families, but I can tell you, I have the best in the state of Tennessee. And I said, I know you think you do, yeah. but no, it's me. <laughs> because they are. My staff is so, and and teachers, they work so hard, mm-hmm. and it's a labor of love. Yeah. They go above and beyond. They are constantly striving to improve, mm-hmm. to help our kids. And the one thing that the w- one thing I've been so proud of is the fact that for years i think it was kind of a bless their heart mentality yes as far as you know they have such great needs and their struggles are so intense that a lot of times the bar wasn't set as high as it could have been Mm -hmm. and so when i became principal that was the thing i said give me 100% and believe in these kids. And they, I promised a parade. I said, we're going to do so well, we're going to have a parade. (laughs) They're going to throw us a parade. Well, we went from being among the lowest 10% in the state Mm -hmm. in achievement and we were able to become a reward school in one year. And that, yes, wow. It was phenomenal and it was all because the kids worked hard they believed the teachers believed in the kids the kids believed in themselves and the teachers really pushed them to accomplish more than they'd ever been pushed before and that's what paid off that was my message to my teachers today you know i got this award you guys earned it for us. And so um, I can't say enough great things about the people that that I work with. They're all, they're just phenomenal. You know, there's, you've been in in education for 36 years and you've seen a lot of different things. Have you ever seen a third grade retention law that has come in and then has affected uh, things the way it has? And, And I say that because, you know, we went through all this back in the spring of, uh, you know, the testing, you retest, you go to summer school, uh, then you, and, and fourth grade, you enter tutoring. And now if you don't make a, a percentage of improvement on your fourth grade test, you can be held back in the fourth grade. Now, as a principal and somebody that you, you're in communicating with your parents, you're trying to talk to them, how do you explain that? Because it's almost... You can't hardly explain it. Well, I had this discussion this actually today. The thing that's difficult is, first of all, with the third grade retention law, yeah. you can't make a law and make magic happen. Mm-hmm. You can't just say everybody's going to be proficient because we've made this law. Yeah. You know, when you have children that are coming into to the U.S. and the first time they've hit school is second grade and they you know they're they're learning english it they're they're starting behind the eight ball right and so you can't make a law and just make this magic happen mm-hmm. however when you look at the progress some of these kids are making two years progress yeah. in a year's time right. last year the esl population was 
um, excluded from the retention law. We've had a retention law forever, several years. But this is the year that the legislature decided to put teeth to it. And it's interesting because these are our COVID babies. So, you know, you across the state of Tennessee, all of these kids had a rocky start to their education as far as the summer school thing what went our message was summer school is good for you mm-hmm. it won't hurt you to go yeah. we encourage you to come and we had lots of our children attend summer school and we saw a huge decline in the slide they make from being out all summer so i don't think summer school is a bad thing sure. i thought it was a, a great opportunity uh, we're gonna utilize every single day we can because you know, our kids need it. I hope that they will understand that not everybody starts on a level field. And, you know, I want kids reading on grade level as much as anyone else. And I'm in there working hard, my best to see that it happens. Mm -hmm. Um, What I would prefer see happen is the foundational years are kindergarten first and second and if you're going to hope to get a child reading on grade level the earlier you can intervene the better Uh, you take a third grade student or a fourth grade student and you have those kids repeat a grade at that age Mm -hmm. their chances of graduating fall by 50 percent yes now when you look at that I have a. I've become very concerned when I think of these fourth graders who who are making terrific gains, thinking of having to tell their parents that they're going to have to spend another year in fourth grade. And there's no rhyme or I mean, there's some math involved in this formula, yeah. and I have yet to find anybody who can truly explain it. Certainly, those are things that you'll be dealing with, uh, and as the Tennessee Principal of the Year. You'll be able to deal with those just like you've dealt with everything else. <laughs> Tina Francis Hodges with us here on Local Matters. Thank you so much for being with us, and congratulations. And I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and that you get to just relax and, and enjoy yourself over the break. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week, and God bless.